G'day Trendsetters, episode 22, and you are awesome for tuning in. My name is Tim Egg, and if you've got any training, racing, or nutrition questions, shoot them through via email at tim at trainsmooth.com, and I will have a look. So today, I had a question come from Scotty, talking about how it's getting colder and colder in the UK, and he's really struggling with motivation, especially of a morning to go and get his ass out of bed and get training. So I will break it all down nicely, hopefully. I live in Tasmania, and it gets bloody cold here in Tassie, it's especially when you're going out and you've got like four, five, six-hour bike ride and you're 90 minutes into it, and you go for a, you lean down, grab your bottle for a drink, and that bottle's frozen, and that's happened to me a couple of times, I've actually put some video footage, so I've got video footage somewhere on YouTube about do, doing that, and it, it's a horrible feeling, because there's no enjoyment whatsoever going out in the cold, but you've got to look at it in a couple of different ways, a lot of what we do in triathlon isn't fun, yeah, your partner might be going, oh, what you're doing out there is fun. Well, no, it's not fun. It's far from fun. Intervals isn't fun. Going out in extreme heat or extreme cold or whatever is not fun. But what it is, is wildly satisfying. And that's what we're after here. You've got to remind yourself, I'm going to go out here, I'm going to be absolutely miserable. When I get back and I finally get some feeling in my toes... I'm going to be wildly satisfied that I did that six-hour bike ride in the cold or that 90-minute sweet spot session or whatever it is. That I'm not going to talk about motivation because I think motivation is a fool's errand. I think you need to be driven. You know, you've got that little goal in your head. That little goal's got to be turned into a massive goal. And the pain of not reaching that goal's got to be so huge that you've got to force yourself out the door. So a lot of it comes down to mental. I do think meditation is huge and wildly underestimated. And I do think that space is going to get really, really big in our sports. The meditation, um, visualisation, just seeing yourself, getting up, waking up, going straight at and feeling that cold, and you just battling through it. Um, I also think that, he, that I've recently read a book called The Iceman, and I, I do think it's spectacular. Like you, we've all had those times where we've had to duck out to the shed to get something, or we've had to go outside to the car, and it's just freezing outside, and you're just in a shirt and shorts you know, barefoot walking around a nice warm house and you're just dreading going outside. But all of a sudden, you go outside, you grab it, you come back, you think, well, it really wasn't that bad. It's, it's more your mind state and the way you breathe. And So there is, there's, there is a lot to that. And I do highly recommend actually reading that book because it's a very good, entertaining book, The Iceman. But I, I veered off there, sorry. Dressing warm seems to be a no-brainer here, but no one talks about, no one really talks about dressing warm to the properly. You know, they talk about getting really good quality winter cycling shoes, some thick socks, you know, 
fleecy, fleecy um, jackets, which are very good, especially in the rain. A lot of those are, seem to be close to waterproof. But I'm also talking about how much clothing you wear. Like in winter here in Tassie, I'll go out, I've got three cycling shirts on, I've got a cycling jacket on, I've got long long pants on, I've also got knee warmers on, I've got cycling nicks on, I've got two socks on, I've got the time trial booties on, plus I've got the winter booties on to, over top of that. I, If it's like super cold, I'll put those dishwashing gloves on that every that you your dishwashing gloves plus I'll put cycling gloves over top of that I've got um, those facial shields that I'll put over my neck and face I've got th- them as well another one of them over top of my head I've got a beanie on top of that I'll wear glasses if it's if I'm going out of a night or it's still dark early morning I've got clear glasses there's not much of my skin showing and most of my skin's covered by many, many layers. If it's super, super cold and I've got the j- jacket, my fleecy jacket on, I might even also put a raincoat on after it. So I'm looking like this great big fat Michelin man going out cycling. And But it but it really is warm. I can go out in minus weather very, very comfortably. The hardest part is just walking out that door. I remember talking to my mentor, Alan Pittman, about you know, getting up out of bed. It's, it can be hard. He says as soon as that alarm goes off, you roll out, you you walk straight out that room, straight into the toilet, you know, do what you need. Because, but before you have a chance to think about what's going on, you're out of the room. You've just got to get out. You set your alarm for the, the, my, the minimum time you need so you're not going, oh, I've got five minutes, I'm going to hit snooze. That's, that's a mugs game. Get up, get out, get going. So he talked about doing that, but he also talked about when um, he had a bike shop and Kerry Perkins, Australian Olympic swimmer, would go into his bike shop when when he was at when he was in his prime, and he would talk about that the same thing. He'd be obviously getting up at four a.m. of a morning to go and swimming, and he says he just did not think about it. He just programmed himself, roll out get going and before he knew what was happening he was in the lounge room picking up his swim bag to get the get the hell out of the house so it's just a matter of that and the hardest part really is on these rides just walking out that door to get going so i got faith in you buddy get going also you can, with today you can do most of your training indoors now like I feel sorry for the people with swimming who've got outdoor swimming pools and they've got to strip off real quick, run into the pool. Hopefully it's heated. Generally, his cut their laps and then once they get out, they've got to beeline it straight to the change room. That's hard. That's that's a lot of mental strength there. You've just got to be mentally tough, mentally focused, and just driven for that one. But you, my, you know, you, we've got Zwift now. That's you. You do that. You do that um, indoors. No, it feels great. It's good. Um, now Zwift is doing running. So if you've got a running power meter, which I do admit I haven't had any experience with whatsoever, but I'm just starting to do a little bit of reading up on that. That seems pretty appealing to, to run indoors anyway. It's you know you just watch this virtual man running on your screen, and that's you. So. 
I'm, I am going to keep my little eyes on that space, but but that is always another option. Yeah. If you guys any got any training, racing, nutrition questions, shoot me through an email, tim at trainsmove.com. Until next episode, hooroo.